Welcome back to the Where's Your Head At Hotline, our new weekly show where we catch up with each other and connect with you all via our hotline voicemail. I'm Anna. And I'm Matt. Let's jump in. Hello, hello. Hello, Anna. How are you feeling this morning? I'm feeling extremely tired. Matt and I have been up since 4.30 this morning. Well, my alarm actually went off at 4.05. So I'm staying out at my mum's at the moment. So I had to get up super early. If anyone's familiar with a geographic map of Melbourne, <laughs> my mum lives maybe 20 minutes extra out of Melbourne. So in Narry Warren. And um, gee whiz, yeah, I had to get up early to get to a Nova event we went to this morning. Didn't yeah, we? it was cool seeing another live show. Obviously, we had our live show earlier in the year that was really fun and then seeing some experts at work we me and Matt our like creative juices were bubbling over right I know we did (laughs) see some things that we were like oh let's use that for a good idea I I really enjoyed it well I'm an advert fan of uh, Chrissy Sam Browning so I really enjoyed it yeah it was good to see them at work but how was your weekend oh my weekend I actually had a <laughs> I actually had a big one in the end. So Did you? yeah, my mate James, uh, Jimma, he's been he was my kind of best mate in primary school. So I've known him since I was like four or five. So how long's that? Like twenty two years, twenty three years. Very long time. Yeah, very long time. He had a mixed martial art fight, so he was in the cage fighting. Um I said to my sisters, I was like, it's actually hard to watch one of your best mates get punched in the face repeatedly. Yeah, geez, I would hate that. Well, he picked up the W, he won by the judges. Oh, so he won. So he won, yeah. So that was good, but he did take a beating. Did he? Yeah. He, but, he, you know, he was out later on that night. We were out partying, so he was having a drink beer with him. So did he have any good. black eyes? No, nah, just your usual cuts that you'd get from getting punched some in the face. Some battle wounds. Probably so, picked up some girls because of it. They're yeah, like, well, oh. I took off early. I didn't hang around. I, I don't have it in me anymore to party. I was out by like two, one. <laughs> yeah, that's a late night for us these days. We just do not party like we used to. I don't, and I pull up really sore the next day as well. I'm, I'm, I'm still battling from it now. Yeah, I went to Vance Joy. Mm, um, I saw that. That looked on fun the out. weekend, and I actually got in trouble by this lady. <laughs> I made a TikTok about it, and some Karens are absolutely out and about on my TikTok. Um, but basically, we were in this like seated area. I mean, it's all seated unless you're like right at the back so where was this at this the sydney my music bowl i think uh, yeah, is it okay. i didn't realize that was seated yeah yeah uh, is that across the road from like botanical yeah that yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so there it was literally three quarters of the way into the show everyone around us was like fully sitting down and then this song came on that i was like yes love this song all about it and so me and michael like stood up and we were like dancing and singing and having some fun And the lady behind me was like, "Um, excuse me, can you please sit down? You're blocking my view. Obviously, it's like tiered. So like she was higher than us. So like we weren't trying to be rude. We were like, you know, she is like seated like. I think though at a concert, you're allowed to stand up if you like a song and sing along. Right. That's acceptable. I think she's being a bit of a. Like a Karen, as you said, like she's just trying to get on and complain about something. Yeah, like I'm going to a music concert, like I'm not going to the library, like mm. let me live my life. You know what I mean? Like I feel like everyone is so well, boring yeah. these days. Well, like yeah. why are you going to a concert to sit down the whole time? Like obviously unless you have like, you know, pain or like whatever. And like if you have like some pain in your legs or whatever and you don't want to stand up the whole time, 
understood like that's fine but like this was three quarters of the way into the performance like no one had stood up I was like okay this is like one of his best songs like of course I want to stand up and dance otherwise I could just get a fucking DVD and watch it at home on my couch are you sure though you weren't <laughs> white girl wasted and you're sloughing everywhere and your drink was going everywhere and I didn't stumbling. okay oh, and then that's what she was like <laughs> sit down maybe and have a water and you're like no no woo bitch joy but no okay I didn't have a drink in my hand mm. I was a little bit white girl wasted but also like it was like 10 o'clock at night at a concert like I'm allowed to be a little bit drunk and if I'm only standing up at the very last quarter surely like you would just be like go for it no I think it's a fair bump play on. or also like you could just stand up as well yeah no I think it's okay I I don't see any problem in that when I went to Billie Eilish <laughs> My, my sister, who's actually in the studio, they were asleep on the couch. Hey, Emma. <laughs> we, we stood up the whole time and we were right at the front of like the seating area. In front of us was the mosh and we stood up yeah. the whole time. Like you're allowed to. That's what Well, I posted a TikTok about it because I was like, hey, TikTok, I just want to know, am I in the wrong? Am I in the right? Let me know. And like so many people are like, you're at a concert, you can stand up, you can sing, have fun. But then there is a lot of Karens who were like... It's a seated area. You should sit. And I'm just like not into it. I just think thank you for commenting. Thanks for the engagement. Let's go next. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Thanks for Catch coming. You never. <laughs> and um, how uh, how did your um cystoscopy? Yeah, however you pronounce it, go the camera going up your pee hole. How did that go? Look, it the actual procedure was painful like I'm not gonna lie like they put numbing cream on the area like I could feel it all I don't want to freak anyone out because obviously I know that there are people who listen to this podcast or who follow us on socials who are like getting this procedure in like the coming weeks or in the future or whatever it wasn't just lie to him like Michael (laughs) lied to you time is so good you're gonna be fine look the procedure is bearable I'm gonna say bearable I saw everything like I saw the I saw the HD video of all inside that area where is that copy I know a lot of people have been messaging asking for it (laughs) I know that you've been hitting me up it's it's not coming through unfortunately for you oh no but yeah it was bearable but the problem was is that when I got home from the hospital the very first time I weed after having it done was literally not even kidding that like literally the most painful thing I've been through like I've had my appendix removed because it was about to burst inside of me and that first wee after having a cystoscopy was fucking hell like worse than any UTIs you've had oh like it's not even on the spectrum of like UTIs like it was so bad like I was trying to like when so obviously like the when the wee started I was in such shock from it being so painful that I was like trying to stop it and hold it but then that was sore and I was just like I I, like I instantly burst out crying and like I don't think I've ever burst out crying from extreme pain before but like that was genuinely the only thing I could do because, like, stopping the wee did not help at all. Like, it was just fucking – it was hell. I'm picturing you on the toilet crying and it looks pretty grim in my mind. Yeah, and then there's, like, <laughs> my, the doors open and Michael's there and he's like, he's like, what do I do to help? Like, how do I help you? And he was just like – 
He looks like a sad puppy, like trying to help me. He was so cute. So they didn't give you any painkillers. Yeah, like I mean, I was I was two valiums deep at that point. I I'd had like a lot of Nurofen and like none of the strong stuff to no, make it bearable. No, no one offered me any of it. I wish they did. If you insane. are getting a cystoscopy, make sure you're like highly medicated for that first time. That first wee. That first pee <laughs> that you first, do after. The first pee. Should have probably done it in the shower. Would have made it a bit more. <laughs> Very Apparently well someone was like, oh, you should have done it in a warm bath. It, like, it's still bad, yeah. but it soothes it. I'm like, I don't have a bath in my apartment. That's but I was thinking like I a wish. shower would probably make it a lot easier, bearable. I nothing reckon. was helping me there. Like nothing could help me in that moment. Oh. I was just like, take, take me. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> so hopefully you don't have to experience it. And if you do, then it's going to be like the Michael situation where I've been like, it was the worst thing ever. Well, maybe hopefully when other people, they hear this and it, it can't be as bad as you say. You know, it might be a little bit better for them. Yeah. So. And then I got a call from the hospital and they're like, okay, now we need you to do an ultrasound. So I was like, I don't have results yet of like what happened. He said it looked pretty good, but like the urologist has to contact me. Yeah. Um, but I'm already booked in to get an ultrasound. So, I mean, I guess we'll see how that goes, but no results as of yet. But I'm going to the gynecologist today. Just, you know to add to my long list of like doctor's appointments that I seem to be having at the moment. And it all seems to be revolved around your down below, your vagina. It my is, vagine. It is very much <laughs> in the wars. <laughs> Don't say it's it is in battling. the wars. It's in the wars. It's taking a... It's on the battlefield. It's, yeah, it's taking a battlefield and not the battling or pounding that you really want Ew, it to take. Lad, you have to go there. I know, I that's my sister's in the studio. Yeah, your poor sister <laughs> is like, give me some ER plugs immediately. Ooh. But yeah, I'm going to the gynecologist today. I'm getting my marina removed. So I am literally needing to like figure out how I'm going to be doing contraception now. I think I'm going to do the flow app. A lot of people talk about the flow app. Apparently it's like... Oh, it's it, uh, it's it's sometimes hit and miss because obviously I don't hear I'm talking. I'm not a woman, but I know that women's menstrual cycles don't always sync up. So it gives, right. yeah, so you look at it, and I know from like people that have used it that I know, and it doesn't literally link up exactly. So you're like, oh, yeah. it says I'm due here, or it comes early. But as it gets, it's good for a roundabout. Yeah. Like time, I guess. Do you know what's weird is I feel like growing up, everyone was always like, don't get pregnant. Don't like use protection, protection, mm. protection, protection. And like literally they'd be like, you can even like get pregnant on your period and this and that. And like, I feel like we're not as fertile as we are led to believe. I feel yeah, like well, I definitely feel- not. <laughs> <laughs> No, but you know what I mean? Like they tell us, like they make it like such a thing and it's like you're only fertile for a couple of days throughout the month. This is actually a conversation I was having and if how – so to get your eggs frozen, to get multiple eggs frozen, how many does a woman produce? Like do you have to keep going every month to get them frozen? Because you only get, what, two every month? Oh, look, you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> because I, I was having no this conversation idea. the other day and I was like, oh, do you go in every month and just get two frozen? A friend of mine, Lola Berry, actually just got some of her eggs frozen and she did like a full Instagram kind of like she was kind of documenting it. And from what I saw, she she had to like inject her stomach yeah, every yeah. single day, which looks like horrific. Like I just, my heart really like... 
I really felt for her. It's full on. It, yeah, it emotionally on. as well, because I feel like it's like you're in a lot of pain and well, like, you know, it's just... It's that's hormones you're pumping in. So, hormones, yeah, right. Yeah. And then she went in for a procedure and I think they extracted the egg. So I'm assuming they've tried to extract a few and I guess they, they don't know until after if like the eggs are okay. Look... We probably should do some more research before we have this chat. Well, we know. That's the beauty of it. We're just chatting away and we're not knowing what we're going to chat about. Um, well, that leads me to my next point. Let's talk about our recommendations. Okay. How is your 30-day intimacy challenge going? Okay, I'm up to day seven yes. of the intimacy challenge. Tonight is called Silent But Deadly. Which, do you want to guess what that could mean? Like if you're doing an intimacy challenge and it's called silent but deadly what are you thinking is going on you sit apart from each other within like a couple of centimeters and you just look into each other's eyes and you just feel each other's energies and embrace (laughs) and don't say anything as to facial cues you're gonna say feel each other's bits you're like feel each other oh that could work as well yeah (laughs) feel each other up but no words are said so basically it is having sex but with no sound. So you're literally not allowed to moan, groan, whatever. Like there's no audio basically in the bedroom. You're going to need one of those um, mouth gag things. <laughs> <laughs> bit of duct tape. You know, thing, the ball and then it changes. Well, that would, yeah, that'd be a struggle for some people that actually like to get really into it and moan, I'd feel. Yeah. Like, have you ever had sex with someone and they made like zero noise? Yeah, I would have. Yeah. And I reckon when there's no noise, it's a bit of a throw off because you're like, well, are you enjoying yeah, it? Do you like do you, it? Am I doing it right? <laughs> like, do you want to switch positions? So I think like... Start second guessing yourself. Yeah. Feel like, off, fuck. Yeah. I think <laughs> so. That might be a little bit awkward. So tell, fill us in about how that goes. I will. We'll do it. I'll, I'll report back to you guys at the next hotline but imagine I'm, I'm the not. stare into each other's eyes with no noise no I, I that's interesting i mean the thing is is if you're in a deep state of pleasure you're not thinking about like you're gonna have to really like try to not make noise like you're gonna have to actively think about not that's pretty hot though <laughs> Do like you trying not to <laughs> could you imagine like you know like biting down <laughs> and like biting onto your like your hands you know and that'd be pretty hot Biting down on the pillow. Matt's Bite down like, on the tontine. Matt's, Matt's like role playing it in the studio. Yeah. He just like bit his hand. I'm thinking about, yeah. That could be pretty hot actually. So I'm interested to see how that goes. I'll, I'll report back. Do you have any recommendations this week? I don't have a recommendation as so much of a problem that I was battling and I found a solution. Okay, we like that. Let's, so, let's hear it. So yes, as you might know, I'm addicted to coffee, right? Uh. Yeah, I'm five coffees deep this morning. I yes. mean, we were up early. We were but... up early. Well, that's five to five to six is probably what I have in a normal day. Do you? Yeah. See, I'm like high on coffee right now. This is too much for me. Well, this is my normal day. What you're feeling. So, like, <laughs> if you think about that, what's five? Oh, to six? You must be riddled with anxiety because I'm. Oh, yes. I'm feeling a bit I on know, edge. Yeah, well, no, I joke and say if my anxiety doesn't get above here, I feel unwell because it's not normal. <laughs> if I'm feeling calm, <laughs> something must something's be off. Something's off. I need another coffee. So I've. Like that's obviously not sustainable financially as well because like the price of living, if you're having an oat or soy latte like I do, that's an extra 50 cents on top of the coffee. So you're looking at what? $30 a day. $30 a day. What's that by seven a week by a month? It's extravagant. It's extravagant to say the least. So I was like, I probably need to change, you know, and I found a replacement. So I've been drinking green tea. 
I love green tea. Yeah, well, I used to love it back in the day, and then I just forgot about it. You know what I mean? Like, I just forgot about it, and I'd have it every now and then if I if I knew that I wasn't having enough. Like if I knew I had enough coffees and it was too late, I'd have a green tea. But still now, got a bit of caffeine in it as well. It does near near the same amount as coffee if you think about it. Does it? Yeah, nearly the same. No way. Well, if you're putting what two bags in there. <laughs> Double dropping the tea bags in there, you're around the same. So, and there's and there's a lot of like obviously a lot of health benefits to it. Like yeah. it burns calories. Um, I reckon it makes you feel more awake. I think totally for longer. Like I think a coffee, you peak and then you crash again. Yeah. and You need another hit of a coffee. Totally, it's like a slow burn. Yeah. So and it's and it's like there's other stuff like it. It may protect the brain from aging, reduces bad breath, and it helps with liver production as well. Reduces bad breath. That is a good one. I See, know. this morning me and Matt were at this event and we were like both three coffees deep and we started to be like, hey, we need to we need to draw some distance from each other because the coffee breath, it's not a vibe. Well, my sister Lara is fucking anal about people's breath like i hate that breath yeah, if your breath even smells in the slightest she pulls you up on it like it's her like her thing her pet peeve <laughs> and it's actually kind of frustrating to be around it because like you said you might have had a coffee and she's like ew your breath or you might have just eaten something i like, like that though i'm happy to be told that and then i'll be like okay let me quickly grab some chewy should well, we get a little listerine yeah strip? well i'm thinking about being more on the chewies as well that's another point as well like, i love chewy yeah having them because i was out on the weekend and i was like I need. I reckon I need a chewy. Like I've been drinking all day. I've never smelt you having bad breath because you are anal about your breath and you're constantly brushing your teeth, even in your car. So yeah. I'm surprised to even hear that you've been pulled up for bad breath ever. I know, I know. I just, I just felt like I did on the weekend. You know, when you feel like, oh, maybe I do. So, you're a bit dry mouth. Yeah, yeah. So I asked around for a chewy, and my mate she pulled out a um a chewy out of the bottom of her bag, and I was just like, you know what, this is gonna have to do. It's like a soggy like. This got some to, some crumbs yeah. stuck to the chewy Literally like some dust i was like this is gonna have to do <laughs> well do you have any other recommendations or yes okay so i have heard so much about this on instagram online it's a book called i'm glad my mum died it's by oh. jeanette mccurdy yeah full-on title do you remember that child actress she was on the nickelodeon show iCarly and Sam i saw and the Kat. run sheet you told me not to look at it and i saw iCarly and I was like how are you gonna pull a <laughs> reference from iCarly yes I do I loved iCarly Emma over there we both used to watch it all the time yeah the I was Gibby. a huge fan and little Ariana Grande yeah well I bought Emma will remember this remember when I bought the remote from iCarly would you <laughs> buy a remote so you know how you used to have the remote and it would play all the sound effects no oh fuck me I bought one and I used to walk in the room and press like the clapping one as I walked into rooms <laughs> you would and what were the other ones, Emma? There were some other ones. There was like a... There, yeah, Sam used to have it. The girl you're talking about used to have the remote. And then there was like right. a siren or something. Yeah, but I always used to press the clapping as I walked through the oh room. Oh, my I God. He <laughs> <laughs> was made to be in front of an audience. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the book. Yeah. So, basically, she has this book that's come out. And it's now a New York Times bestseller. And this book has just gone viral. So... Mm. Her mum basically pushed her to be this child star. That's why she was on all of these shows at such a young age, like from literally the age of like six. She was like pushed into the spotlight and she had a really interesting relationship with her mum. And it's just interesting because you never really hear people talking about having difficult relationships with their mum publicly. Like it's such a sticky, icky topic that no one really goes into. And I think the fact that her mum has now passed away is the reason why 
why she feels comfortable to open up. And, you know, I've seen so many videos and articles on how it's helped so many people. And a lot of people have felt less alone about having like fractured relationships with specific parents. One of the TikToks I saw, she said something about the last thing her mum said to her or something. Something like that. Yeah, I can't remember. I was, I was like, oh, I was like, it seemed pretty sad. Yeah. And I think like, because she's like a bit of a comedian, the way she, so I've only read the first chapter. So I'm recommending this. Obviously, it's a New York Times bestseller. So it's it's pretty much like, you're judging it's recommending this book itself. on its cover. <laughs> no, I've, I read the first chapter and it's a, she's a really great writer. It's funny. It's witty, but it's also like I think she's about to delve into like a lot of different issues. So that's the book that I'm getting into at the moment and I thought I'd recommend it to everyone else so we can read it together. All right, well, we'll check in on see how that book goes with your little book club you're starting here (laughs) on the Hotline episode. All right, do you reckon it's time we go to the Hotline? I'm ready. Let's do it. Hello, you've reached Anna and Matt. We can't get to the phone right now. But please leave us a message on our Hotline after the beep. Okay, guys, last week we asked you for your crazy sex stories and we got so many good ones that we had to split it into two parts. So here are the other messages we didn't get to last week. We haven't heard these at all. Let's jump in. All right, let's get to it, Anna. This first one comes from Kira. Is actually Kira? Well, it says Kira. What if it's your ex? Nah, surely not. I'm stressed. I'll know straight away. Hi, Anna and Matt. So my crazy sex story is that one time we were at a house party at one of my friend's houses and his dad worked from home. So we had this big like home office and me and my current boyfriend at the time were horny and wanted to have sex. So we went into the office because it was like the only room that locked and we were having sex on his dad's office chair and it got quite hot and sweaty and steamy. The leather. And I squirted all over his dad's office chair <laughs> as well with a mixture of sweat. And to this day, we still haven't told anybody what happened at that house party. Until you told everyone in the Where's Your Head Up fam. Yeah, now everyone knows, Kira, what you did in that office party. I hope that... <laughs> Your friend or their father isn't listening to this. Holy shit. I got so distracted at the start because I literally thought that was your ex. And I was just like, literally, I wasn't listening. I was just like listening to the voice alone. (laughs) No, I knew straight away. I knew that that wasn't. You'd know from the cackle that it was. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Wrong topic to bring my sister into the studio today. (laughs) Sex stories. But I have to review these. Um, Look. Jeez, I th- don't tell anyone about that. Don't tell her I that just, you did that. I just hope they did a good clean-up job because, like, look, have fun. You know, if it's the only room in the house that locks, then, look, I'm glad you picked that room so that no one could walk in on that because that would have been a mess that to walk in on. <laughs> I mean, did they have to do it on the chair? I'm thinking about an office. There's a desk. I feel like a desk seems a bit hotter. A bit hotter. How do you do it desk. on a chair? Like, if it's an office chair and it has, like... The handles, it's her legs through That's there. what I was thinking as well. How can she straddle him on there because of the handles? That's I love it how we're just visualising yeah. Kira and this guy having sex. Doggy. She was, she was like sitting on his lap. But if she squirted, I feel like... You'd have to be the other way. I don't know. I feel like you would. stimulation of the... The G-spot. Yeah, the clitoris as well. And what a story. Mm. Thank you for sharing. 
Okay, so the next one comes from an anonymous source. I obviously get anxious every time it's anonymous. Let's have a listen. <laughs> Hi, Matt and Anna. My crazy sex story is from quite a few years back, but I've never lived it down and it's something I can definitely laugh about now. So my previous boyfriend and I were out at a local leagues club and after a few too many drinks, thought it would be fun to get it on in the bathroom. <laughs> we obviously weren't very discreet because someone dobbed us in and before long security came knocking to escort us out of there. My boyfriend went with security, but when I looked down to get dressed, I realized that someone had taken my underwear and pants from the floor <gasps> underneath the cubicle. So obviously I couldn't go anywhere and at that stage pretty well started to panic. My boyfriend at that time had been removed from the club and was calling me from out the front asking where the hell I was. And at the same time, the security guard was knocking on the door asking me to come out as I tried to explain that someone had stolen my pants. Unbeknown to me at the time, the staff had got up on the stage where the music was and put out a request over the microphone for my clothing to be returned. So everyone at the club then knew what was going on. My pants were eventually returned to me and as I walked out of the bathroom with security, everyone got up and gave me a standing ovation. <laughs> and I've never been so mortified in my life doing that walk of shame. I never did get my underwear back, only my pants. Oh, oh my God, the, some sicko yeah, stolen them. One of the rugby players has taken you. Probably smelling them. Oh, well, that's, you know, what? shame on the security guard for ruining their fun. Let them play. Let the kids play. Yeah, who told on them? Just let them live. Another Karen. Another Karen. There's too many. So many boring Karens in the world. Like, let them have some fun. Is there? There's all these sex stories have a similar pattern though as well. What? What? Public sex almost like in just like kinky places. The Where's Your Head At fam love a bit of public sex. I don't blame them though. There's something hot about it. (laughs) That's actually an unreal story. I feel like when you're walking out, like obviously everyone in the whole club knowing that that happened, not ideal. But the fact that she got a standing ovation, it kind of made it all worth it. If I was her, I'd just own it. And just like put my hands up and be like, yeah, you know <laughs> oh, of it. course you would. <laughs> Your gal's getting it. <laughs> Thank Your gal's you. Gal's getting laid tonight. Yeah, done well. <laughs> okay, our next message comes anon- it's from Anonymous again. So let's have a listen to this one. You know it's good when it's anonymous. I don't want people to find out. I know, but I feel like you can just, I can recognize people's voice, I mean. If, yeah, if it's someone you know, yeah. <laughs> if it's someone you know. Well, you, we know I can't. Hi, Matt and Anna, big fan of the show. Thank um, you. Just wanted to share with you my crazy sex stories. So one time I was having sex with my situation chick for five years and we broke the shower glass and it just like shattered everywhere and we just like moved to the bedroom and continued and that's like for years later I've just been finding bits of shower glass in the bathroom and my mum came in um to the shower and she was like I love these freestanding shower screens and I just like laughed like internally and I was like "Mm, that was not always freestanding and then another time I was with this girl and we started having sex in the shower and I fainted like in the shower and (gasps) we had to stop obviously and there was another time when I was with my situation and I woke up and was like, oh, thanks for going down on me. 
like last night like during the night and he was like did I go down on you like he couldn't remember and I was like oh maybe because I just have really vivid dreams and I was like maybe I just dreamt it and he's like no because I'm prone to sleepwalking like maybe I did do it and then we just decided we were like oh no I must have just dreamt it which was really funny and then he messaged later and said that once he'd woken up a bit and was like driving he was like oh I do you remember that I did go down on you and it was just like um during the night and I was like oh it's just like so funny but anyway That is like a hundred sex and mishaps in one. So I don't know what your name is, but I recommend not having sex in the shower again. You've just got a little bit of bad luck there. How's Um, the glass, finding the glass like years later? Like that's a lot. Aren't you getting it in your foot? Oh, I guess it's the glass that shatters, but still. But like, I just didn't think that shower screens did shatter. They like that crumbly one. So it's not like... Are they? Yeah, but you can still get that in your feet and you're walking in a shower barefoot. It gives me the ick. Yeah. I hate getting glass in my feet. And as well as fainting, like that's going smack onto tiles. That's is she, scary. Is she all right? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's why she's having vivid dreams. She knocks something in her head. No, she said it did happen in the end. Oh, yeah. Well, well, well she is having vivid dreams, she said. But what, what about the guy not remembering that? No, but then she said it did happen in the end, yeah, didn't she? Yeah, she did, but he didn't remember. When oh, he, he didn't woke. remember. Yeah, imagine being a sleepwalker and you're just like... Going down on the person next to you. There, that, that does bring a good point up. How good is sex just in the middle of the night when it spontaneously happens? That's actually, yeah, that's pretty hot. It is hot when there's a little poke in the back and then you're like half, <laughs> oh, a, half asleep. It's too and visual it gets... for me. Like, I just don't say poke in the back. It's so creepy. Your sister Michael's... is in the studio. Oh, she's flanked out by now. Look, she's in a TikTok <laughs> hole. She's deep in a TikTok. She's not listening to a yeah, word. she's used to it. So Michael doesn't poke you in the back and you don't just get to it? In the middle of the night? I just can't take you seriously when you say the words poke you in the back. It's just, it's too much to handle. I mean, do you know what? This might be wild, but I actually don't think, maybe it's happened like once, but we don't really have sex in the middle of the night. But I feel like maybe tonight might be Michael's lucky night in the middle of the night. Well, whenever you say, like, I remember saying like, oh, um, I'm tired tonight. Like, let's not do tonight. And then it's like, yeah, right. Well, wake me up in the middle of the night. You never wake him up in the middle of the night. Like, you're sleeping right through. <laughs> Is that what you say? Yeah. You wake me s- up in the middle of the or night. Or vice versa. And you just, <laughs> no one wakes anyone up in the middle of the night. And you just sleep through. <laughs> yeah. it, when it does happen though, it's hot. But like, if you've got something on in the morning, like maybe I'm getting too old, but like, you know and what I mean? I want my full eight hours. Full, so this is, this is true as well, because remember <laughs> always piss after sex. So you've got to get up and go to the toilet. Yeah, it's it like a fit. whole thing. Fuck, we're getting old, aren't we? We are. Fuck. <laughs> oh, it's definitely more of a weekend thing. Yeah, definitely. It's a bit of weekend fun. <laughs> All right. So the yearly wrap up is coming for Spotify this year. So we were chatting and we would love for you guys if we're in your top podcast, hopefully we're first, but we might be second, <laughs> we might be third. We'd love to see it. So if you guys want to share it in your stories and tag us, we'd love to share it. Like, you know what I mean? That would be amazing. Yeah. Last year it happened. Then all of a sudden we just had, we were just tagged in so many stories and we were like, what is going on? Like we had no idea that we would even be a part of your Spotify wrap up, but this year it's about to happen. So make sure you put us as number one, give us a tag and we will be resharing all of those. Also... We have our Facebook group, which you guys can join. And as always, we will be doing another hotline episode next week. So keep your eye out on our Instagram stories for us to call out. What should we touch on next week, Anna? You got any ideas? Look, I'm watching this show at the moment called I'm a Stalker. And I was thinking we could do a hotline 
on stalking or like people you've seen who have ended up being really full on or have blown up your phone or have just gone that little bit too far. Like if so if you've had a stalker, let's not have any like crazy ones when you've had No, to, let's. Okay, let's. Let's have all the crazy let's ones. Let's have all the crazy ones. Okay, the worse the better I reckon then. The worse. Matt, Matt and I are going to have a think as well and think about the times where we've had people who have just been that little bit too keen and blown up our phones. So email your voice notes to where's your head at pod at gmail.com and put where's your head at hotline as a subject and our producer Alex will be in touch. Also, don't forget tomorrow we interviewed Layla and that drops tomorrow from Love Island Season 3. She gives us all the goss. Yeah, make sure you stay tuned for that one. It's a goodie. Okay, guys, we are exhausted. We've been up since 4.30, so we are going for an afternoon nap. Can't wait. Have the best day and until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.